Hi, this is Amber, and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that don't know, I'm a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner, and I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. The work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose work, uh, online coaching and healing, and abundance and manifestation work. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. First of all, thank you to everyone who listens in and for your lovely comments and for all your emails and your messages of support. Secondly, for those of you that have asked how to support the podcast, um, you can go to the website sacredspacehealing.org and there is a donations button. It's on the home page. Just click the drop down menu and you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to in order to keep these podcasts going. So as most of you know, the podcasts are created free of charge, they remain free of charge, and obviously they're done in my own time, um, and all my own investment goes into keeping them up and running. Obviously with what's happening in the world at the moment, it gets even more um, trying to put out free content, um, but I think it's even more vital. So there's no necessity to donate, but if you have the means and you would like to donate, then please do, because it helps me to keep the work free and accessible for as many people as possible. The donation button is also there if you are able to assist others by donating to the bursary fund. So every month I offer a bursary place to someone that really wants to do the life purpose or the core wound program. And it means they get to pay a reduced rate. Um, Obviously, if I was flush and a millionaire, I would be offering more of these. But um, I'm just an ordinary person like the next person and I do the best that I can. But if you've got some spare pennies and you want to assist others who might need healing at this time, then one of the ways that you can do that is to donate to the bursary fund. And all the money that you donate will help me to offer more bursaries to more people who may need it at this time. So it's all there on the website, sacredspacehealing.org. Click the drop-down menu on the home button and you'll find the donations page. If you can't find it for any reason, then please feel free to email amber at sacredspacehealing.org. That's amber at sacredspacehealing.org. So um, I guess you'd have to be under a rock to not have known what's going on right now, um, March 2020, in terms of what's happening in the world. Um, I have put out a podcast about how to stay calm during chaotic times, and um, it's out there, so have a listen to it. This podcast is going to be looking at really positive things that you can do during this period of social distancing or self-isolation, as it's called. So I think the term self-isolation is really horrible. You know, isolation is a horrible term, right? And I think it instills fear in a lot of people. People feel that they're going to be alone, abandoned. It can instill anxiety. I think the term is very clever because it works on many levels. And I think one of the levels that it works on is really instilling a sense of isolation, that we're alone, we're going to die alone, something terrible is going to happen to us, we're never going to find love, we're never going to have achieved all our dreams, we haven't made a mark on the world. Like I think at some really deep, profound level, a lot of people are feeling very triggered even by this term, the the terminology that is being used. So don't use it, you know. As as, as someone who's quite an introvert, and I am, you know, I I much prefer to be out in nature and, and around smaller groups of people, it really doesn't terrify me that we are being asked or could be asked to go into um, social distancing or self-isolation or even a form of lockdown because I've always found stuff to do in my private time that is about um, focusing on myself and bettering myself and being of service. I've never been the kind of person that needs to be around loads of people to feel fulfilled. But I do know that we live in a society where if we're not 
engaging we're not going to the pub or clubs or seeing something or doing something or you know texting or instagramming or whatever we can somehow feel that we're disconnected that we're not part of the world and that's simply not true I think where we are being redirected and we have a choice is towards different forms of communication communication that doesn't rely on getting pissed in the pub that doesn't rely necessarily on social media that isn't just about doing something but is about honest discourse communication that is also about creativity and community and reaching out and helping other people and being compassionate, compassionate to oneself and compassionate to others. So I think that we can we can see this time as a catastrophe and that everything awful is going to happen and, and you know we're going to die, we're going to get this awful virus and die. Do we have enough loo paper? Oh my God, make sure that you've bought enough toilet roll and baked beans because what's going to happen if you don't have that? You can certainly go down that road if you want to. It's a choice, you have free will. Or we can look at how we can make this out to be a really positive experience in our lives where we were kind of forced to go into a kind of retreat. Now, lots of people don't have periods of retreat in their life. I regularly do. I regularly go away and I disconnect from social media and I do ceremonies and all kinds of stuff so that I can further my self-development. And many people in my community, the kind of healing and spiritual community, do the same thing. But a lot of people don't do that. They don't take time out from their busy lives, from their phones, from their relationships, from their commitments, from their work in order to really connect with themselves. In fact, they often get distracted by relationships, by phones, by social media, by work, and never really do that, never really have that time, never really do that inner work. And so my suggestion is that looking at everything that's happening spiritually, that why not use this time to do some really good inner work? And so here are some suggestions in no particular order. Declutter. I think I said this before in the last podcast that I put on Keeping Calm. Decluttering is a really great way of making space in your life for what for, for new stuff, for what you want to come in. But it's also a really good way of just letting go of whatever's holding you back. So be ruthless in your decluttering. You know, you could do a different room every day or a different room every couple of days. Go through your kitchen cupboards, your bathroom cabinets, your wardrobe, your shoes, your emails, your text messages, um, your WhatsApp, your social media, and really start to prune what isn't serving you, what you don't like. You know, that top that you never wear, that book that you've never read, that piece of music that you've never really listened to and never really liked things that have memories to exes or old relationships or painful memories or aspects of your past that you kind of wish that you could obliterate. Now is the time to start to do that. Decluttering also feels really good. It feels like you're doing something really positive. And it also energetically means that you are creating space. So when things pick up again, when life returns to some form of normalcy, um, is that a word? (laughs) Some form of normality, that's what I mean. Um, that it can flow to you again, you know, that you have made space for good things to come to you. Journal. Uh, Get yourself a really nice journal and start writing in it. Write in it every day. Write your fears, your worries, the things that you want to achieve, your hopes, your ambitions. Write as if you were writing to your best friend. Write as if you were having a conversation with your best friend. Get it all out there. Draw stuff in there. Paint. Create. You know, really allow yourself to get those those juices flowing, those creative juices flowing. Meditate. So, so many people, including a huge number of clients that I work with, have never meditated or find it really challenging. Um, I urge you, if you're going to learn how to meditate, to not get an app. You know, please don't be dependent on technology to help you to do stuff that is your innate knowing, that is 
innate that is your power because this is how we keep handing our power over. I mean, this is kind of what we're seeing right now is that we've handed our power over so much that we've forgotten that everything that we really need, we are able to generate within ourselves in huge ways. We are hugely resourceful. We are hugely resourceful when it comes to healing ourselves, realigning our lives, making sure that we're clothed and fed, making sure that we can look after each other. We are hugely resourceful, but we have forgotten that because we keep handing our power over. So I would suggest that if you want to start meditating in this period, don't get an app. You know, don't download an app and be really lazy about it and listen to it and go, oh, I listened to an app that told me how many times to breathe. That's such bullshit. Actually learn how to meditate. You can do that very simply. There are books that you can get. Um, there are uh, online courses that you can do, lots of online courses that don't have to cost huge amounts of money. You can work with a coach, you can work with a teacher, you can drop me an email, we can do a healing session together and I can guide you through some basics. I have a meditation on my YouTube channel called the Inner Light Meditation. It's also on the website and it's free, you can listen to it anytime, it's 10 minutes long and it's a really simple meditation that you can start to do once a day, twice a day, to get into the practice of meditation, visualization, and guided meditations. Persevere with it is, is the main thing I would say. The simplest form of meditation is to be with the breath. Um, you know, is to just allow the breath to come in and go out and to allow your thoughts to flow through your, to flow through you, to flow through your mind, through your consciousness, and to not attach to any of them. And if you can sit like that for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you're meditating, that's it. You don't have to sit in a certain pose, you don't have to put your hands in a certain way, you don't have to om, you don't have to wear certain clothes, you know, you don't have to do any of that. Meditation is about um, the relationship that you have with yourself. I know some, sometimes people say that prayer is about your conversation with God's spirit universe and meditation is listening for the answers. So listen for the answers, listen to your intuition, listen to what your body is telling you, your breath is telling you, your thoughts are telling you. And in time, the monkey mind, the chatter will calm down, it will quieten. Um, not every day, some days will be better than others, but in time, you will have a better grip over your monkey mind. And that's the discipline that meditation is about. It's a muscle that needs exercising. Talking of muscles that need exercising, you know, you could do a physical exercise. You could do yoga, you could do Pilates, you could do dance, you could do... Um, just a general kind of stretch and a warm-up every day. You don't have to be doing sun salutes and ashtanga every day. You don't have to be joining online courses and online tutorials, and you don't have to do any of that. You can find some free stuff on YouTube. You can get a book. You can just lie on the floor and stretch your body and do what feels good. You can put on some music and dance for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. You can go for a really long walk in nature. You don't have to do things a certain way. You just have to do what feels good for you, but make sure that you bring some exercise in. Visualization. Start to make a list of all the goals that you have in life, that you've wanted to achieve, things that you've put to the side, things that you haven't done, things that you wished you'd done, and um, and start to create those, those kind of... Um, those short and long-term goals you know where do you want to be in five months time in five years time where do you want to be in five weeks time you know where where do you want to be at the end of this year and where do you want to be in three four years time and if you have issue with how you're going to get there or you can't get clarity on how you're going to formulate this life plan then check out um, the life purpose program that's on the website sacredspacehealing.org it's completely geared towards aligning you with your life purpose. I am offering bursaries throughout this um, 
this chaotic period that we're in and I'm offering payment plans. I will offer as much as I am able to afford, but I can't afford to give away this work for free. But I will offer assistance as much as is possible. So if you feel that you don't have the money, but you have some money, or you feel that you can't pay it all up front, but you can pay in installments, then then don't feel that that's not going to be good enough. You know, drop drop me an email, amber at sacredspacehealing.org, and let's see what we can work out. Um, start to get clear on what's holding you back. You know, often we are in repeating, looping cycles of behavior and choices, and we feel like we're stuck in that. And actually, the only reason we're stuck in it is because we haven't taken the time to really sit with the stuff that we do, that we think every day, and to start to shift it. The Core Wound Healing Program is all about that. It is about addressing core wounds and healing them so that you can start to make different choices in your life. So get start to get clarity on the choices that you have made. Where have they brought you? Have they brought you where you want to be? Where would you like to be? And how are you playing out your life through wounding as opposed through as opposed to through celebration or through free will or free choice you could learn a new skill you could learn a new language you could teach yourself to play the guitar or the piano you could learn um, yoga you could learn uh, pilates you could start going running you could learn singing there are so many things that you could learn i'm now offering uh attunements for reiki via Skype and well not Skype via Zoom I've been doing that with American clients for a while now um, because I was asked to and it works really really beautifully so if you are based anywhere in the world now and you'd like to attune to Reiki then drop me an email amber at sacredspacehealing.org and we can set up two days we only need two days sometimes three but they're not full days when you can learn Reiki Um, I'll take you through the basics for levels one and two. You'll learn how to self-heal. You'll learn how to send distance healing. You'll learn how to open space, clear space, to meditate, to clear your gunk, um, to energetically realign. It's really empowering and it's very calming, especially during periods of chaos and anxiety. Um, There will be information on the website sacredspacehealing.org, which I will put up in the next few days. But the information is also readily available on some of the podcasts that are on the podcast channel, or you can just email me and I'll talk you through it. You can always also set up a brief call with me and we can talk through it. Um, So learning a new skill, I think, is a really great thing to do in this time. Use this time to recharge. I know it's anxiety-making. I'm self-employed and the majority of my friends are self-employed and it's a terrifying time because... You know, everything has shut down and it brings up a lot of fear and uncertainty. And that's natural and that has to be looked at and embraced and honoured and hugged and loved. But we also have to trust that we're always held, we're always safe, that something will always work out. Um, But what's equally important is is to be able to recharge. You know, so so many people work nine to five in hectic jobs and then their weekends are busy with family or other commitments. So many people work more than nine to five. They work six, seven days a week. They never stop. So many self-employed people and freelancers like myself really never stop because when you're freelance, you're always working. And we never really get a charge chance to recharge, to stop. <laughs> There's never an excuse. Like I always find that the happiest times of the year for me are around Christmas and New Year when everything stops and I have a reason and an excuse to stop or when I, I go away on retreat, then I have a reason to say I'm I'm not available. And that's when I get my greatest recharging. So use this time to sleep, to have lie-ins, to have, you know, lazy mornings when you just read a book, um, to indulge in a hobby, 
like painting or drawing or knitting or something that you really love, use this time to discover the child in you, to let the child in you play and explore and have some breathing space. Because before you know it, the treadmill will start again. It will all start up again and we will be back ever faster, ever ever more um, ready, ever more eager on that treadmill again. Um, view this time as a a much-needed break for the planet and for ourselves. So we're already seeing that pollution rates have drastically fallen in Italy and in other parts of the world where people have been um, self-isolating um, and social distancing because people have stopped using cars and, and, and a lot of industry has stopped. And the planet is getting a break. You know, wildlife is returning to places that it wasn't in before. Pollution levels have dropped. The planet is recharging. It is coming at the cost of obviously those who have gotten sick, but the, the recovery rates are much higher than, than we're being told. The rates of the number of people that recover compared to the rates of the number of people that have passed away, the recovery rates are much higher. And that's something to really bear in mind. I've said this before, our immune systems are, are incredible. Our bodies are incredible. We are able to do and achieve anything should we put our mind and our heart and our spirit to it. But if you live in fear, you will create more of that. So see this as an opportunity for the planet to rest and recharge and for us to rest and recharge and for us to really start to get into alignment of what is important in life. Because when everything stops, you know, what is important is is really the people around you that you love, the things that you've achieved in your life that mean something to you, the value that you have placed on certain things in your life will now become very apparent to you. And hopefully what we will start to see is where we have been imbalanced in our lives. I would use this as a time to develop compassion, um, compassion for self and compassion for others. Uh, you know, all those people that are out there panic buying Lou Roll and um, and basically sort of uh, like locusts devouring our supermarkets are depriving those who are needy, those that are the elderly, those that are immunity, immune, immune compromised, those that are, you know, not don't have loads of money and can't go out and bulk buy. They're depriving the most vulnerable in society of what they need. And what this is showing us is that we have become a society where we consume far more than we need. If we just took what we needed, everyone could live in balance and harmony. But we can see already what how our human nature has developed, that certain people have gone into supermarkets and literally bought enough supply for a year. And they've not thought, how does this impact on other people today, tomorrow, next week, next month? It's creating chaos. It's creating chaos for those people that work in the service industry. People that work in supermarkets and retail are exhausted. They're running around as if it was Christmas Day every day. It's horrific for them. They've created an imbalance for those that don't have the money to bulk buy and are just leaving their houses saying, well, today I need some bread and some milk, and they can't even buy some bread or some milk. Um, they're creating imbalance and pain and suffering for the elderly for those that are already ill and what about those that are homeless what about those that have nothing food banks have had to close down food banks have not got any more supply coming in because there's not enough people donating food because everyone's hoarding so who's going to suffer the most vulnerable this is not how we live as a community 
So my final suggestion is that we take this time to really look at ourselves and look at our shit and really look at where we're not being of service in the world. Where are we hoarding? Where are we being selfish? Where are we harming others? Where are we harming the planet? Because this has to change. It has to stop. And the wake-up calls will keep coming until we change. Because we either awaken with the wake-up calls and survive or we die. And I mean die in many senses. I don't mean physically. I mean die and suffer in many different ways. We have to awaken or we won't make it. Use this time mindfully and it can be a truly transformative experience. If I can help in any way, the website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. There will be new offerings coming um, onto the website uh, as soon as I can get them out there. But at the moment, the work that you can engage in is the Life Purpose Program, the Core Wound Healing Program. There's also a body of work called the Abundance, and that's all about generating greater abundance in your life. There's the Sacred Union work, which is about aligning you with your uh, Sacred Soul Union, your Divine Partnership. And then there are the Healing and Coaching calls, which are there for you. I've recently put up an Ancestral Healing online course that you can also engage in if you feel called to heal your ancestral line. And there will be more online courses coming up in due time. So please keep checking the website. There's also a newsletter that you can sign up to if you want to stay up to date, or you can join the Instagram page or the Facebook page or the Twitter page, depending on what you align with. Wherever you are, I wish you much joy, peace, uh, abundance and um, calm at this time. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.